Hey everybody, welcome to the Sunny 16 podcast. Uh, my name is Aid, and uh, we are all excited here at Sunny 16 Towers this week because we've got a big event coming up this weekend where we get to meet up with all our friends. So, uh, and there are four of us actually here to talk about that. Uh, two special co-hosts and one super special guest. First off, Graham, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. Now listen... I, I need to get something off my chest first thing here. This is not related to the... <laughs> this is how you're going to start the show? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Starting the intercom because I know I'll forget if I don't do it straight off. So this is a real throwback conversation to the very earliest days of um, the Sunny 16 podcast. So if anybody's been listening for hundreds of episodes, one, <laughs> why? Um, but two, thank you. Um, do you guys... If I say nose grease to you guys, I'm sure that's all ringing bells, right? Nose grease. <laughs> So for anybody, anybody who hasn't, yeah. so nose grease, we were told early on that a great tip that all photographers used to do when making prints is if they've got a bit of a scratch in their negative, bit of nose grease, dab it on your negative, does the job nicely. So I was doing some printing. For the recently. record, for the outside of your nose? Yeah, yes. yeah. it's not called so grease on the inside. In the, in the little kind of like divot part, yeah, of your nose. I, I think actually this came up from a backing paper. Um, there was some conversation and then there was a backing paper about it where somebody had written in. I'm so sorry, I can't think who it was um, to to talk about that and using, yeah, that little bit on the side of your nose. Yeah. I was doing some printing and somehow my negatives, which I'm usually so careful, were not only super dusty, but also got scratched. I was like, well, you know what? Nose grease. So I got a bit of nose grease, put it on there and I am... Pleased to report that what you do is if you, you do that and you get negatives that are scratched and have greasy smears all over them. So <laughs> I feel like basically I have fallen victim to the longest running prank in history. <laughs> I feel like I've absolutely been done and it's just taken an awfully long time for me to follow up and be had by it. So a well played to whoever told me to smear <laughs> nose grease all over my negatives. Thanks, maybe guys. you just have low quality nose grease. Maybe yeah. you should go get some from somebody else. <laughs> maybe that's maybe maybe as you said, maybe I did go for the wrong side of the nose. Maybe I shouldn't have gone from the inside. But oh boy, yeah. Anyway, other than that, I'm the wrong fine. Side of the negative. I don't know. Maybe it's possible. Anything is possible. All I can say with certainty is it wasn't a great success. <laughs> yeah. So that's me. Nose grease. What were you, what were you trying to print? It was some pictures of a coastline um, down in Devon when I was recently down there. And um, yeah, I was like, oh, I, I like this picture when I was looking at it in Lightroom. And then I went to print it like, oh, man, it's just covered in dust and scratches. I, I don't, I know I've said this a million times. I don't know how it happens. <laughs> I mean, I'm being so careful. I even have, like, I have a negative dryer thing now. I can put my nose to hang them up and to dry and how, I, and yet. Do you think the cat goes in there while you're at work? I think something does it to spite me. <laughs> Something's... Is it nice and warm and dry in your negative yeah. dryer? Yeah. Oh. It's in the dryer. <laughs> I did actually this morning. I went in there to get a print. I went in to get the print out to post to the person who got my print through the print photo print day. Went in, did some stuff, went out. And I was just getting ready to leave. Like, I can hear the cat meowing in the garden. So I'll go see what he's meowing at. I walked out into the garden. I'm like, can't see the cat anywhere. I'm like... Oh, the cat's shut in the sheds. <laughs> luckily, <laughs> luckily that got heard before I went off to work today. Otherwise, yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's me. <laughs> Shutting cats in shed and ruining negatives. 
Okay, well, uh, it's hard to top that, but Rachel, I'm afraid you're going to have to try. <laughs> oh, it's been it's been a crazy week, uh, just trying to get through all the um, um, wedding photography, editing, processing, scanning, all all of that um, side of things, and um, um, mostly prepping for uh, the upcoming event at the weekend, the photography show. Can't wait, really excited. Um, it's just gonna be so, so, so lovely to see everybody. Um, it's been two years for me, obviously, because uh, I, last year I was on crutches and having a baby. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy how different things are this year in some ways. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm just, it's been, it's been a long time, I feel like, since I really caught up with people in person as well, because unfortunately I wasn't able to get to the um, analog spotlight um, that uh, happened earlier in the year at the kiln um, because I was delivering, well, I was shooting a wedding the day before and then I was delivering workshop the day after. So I was about to explode pretty much. Um, and uh, yeah, unfortunately I couldn't make it to that. So it's actually been ages since I've seen people in real life and, and got a chance to, you know, actually have conversations with people without there being two screens between us so uh, yeah really looking forward to it and um yeah just my head's a little bit full of all the stuff that still needs to happen paul and i have been having some uh, interesting conversations as well um and i've just realized spoilers um uh, of our conversation and our super special guest because aiden would normally uh, introduce or the person who's arranged it and i've just uh, totally stuck my foot in it episodes you'd think i had know what i was doing to to keep stum but unfortunately not i've messed it up <laughs> it's all right we've made plenty of formulaic podcasts where we, we, we stick to the rules now we can just break the rules. we've got we've gotten to that age where yeah we, we can yeah we can break the rules so go ahead rach introduce our super special guest we're just dyeing our hair purple and super styling you know freestyling uh here so yeah our lovely uh special special guest today is um the one and only paul from analog wonderland hello paul so nice to see you hello everybody it's <laughs> lovely to be here graham did you know that you can actually fix the smears that you've got on your negatives from scratches by weeing on it. <laughs> <laughs> hang on. I'm going to make a note that. Is... Try it in about 200 hang, podcasts. Hang on a minute. Yeah. Have you seen the colour of his stock bath? Just want to <laughs> check whether that's where that's <laughs> We all know the state of Graham's stock bath, don't we? Uh, yeah. And what's if only it was just the stock bath. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, apart from that, no, it's lovely to be here. Yes, um, Rachel has been uh, hounding me for cash all week. Um, all week, I sent two messages. Literally two messages. That was all. down the door. She's crashed my credit rating. It's terrible. Have so, you got, have you got spare cash then, Paul? Is it? Have you got spare cash? I'll, I'll take some off your hands if you've got. This is part of the problem, I think. was <laughs> like, "Can I have that cash we talked about?" And I was like, "Yes." And then I was like, "Also, what?" (laughs) (laughs) After twenty-four hours, because we both remembered the conversation, but I think it'd be one of those. Let's not worry about it. Like, let's just get through stuff, and we'll worry about it later. And then neither of us actually worried about it later. Uh, And now we're a year on, so we have found the. we we found we found the correspondence because the thing is it was one of those where we'd had conversations um and we were going i think both of us paul were going back through our messages going 
Well, no, I see, I remember distinctly the phone conversation with you, but obviously mm. there's no record of that. So I was like, what was said and how and when did this happen and what was it and stuff? And I was like, I'm pretty sure this is what we said. Um, because I remember I distinctly remembered the phone conversation because it was the first time I'd left the house with the baby to go and try and do some breastfeeding in public for the first time. And I'd gone to the pub garden <laughs> to attempt to do this. I was like, well, you know, in at the deep end, if there's uh, ever a place to attempt to do this for the first time, let's just go for it. Um, and uh, yeah, it was a beautiful, hot, sunny day. And I remember having this phone conversation with Paul and him saying, oh, yeah, so, um, so, yeah, so um, there's this um, extra from. Community um, fund, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, thank you. Um, that we'd like to be able to help support uh, with getting the workbook um, mm. happening. Um, so, yeah, and basically had said, oh, yeah, that would that would be something that we can, you know, sort of like help towards and what have you. But let's not worry about it right now because you're obviously just about to go on maternity leave and they've got the baby and everything else. Um, so we'll worry about it later. And as you say, I was suddenly like, oh yeah, actually I probably do need to get in touch with you and find out what how this works and what happens now. Um, so yeah, that was fun, wasn't it, this week? Brilliant. I mean, it would have been made easier if I hadn't been using burner phones for last year. But... <laughs> <laughs> You've just been... It's exciting for the listeners to be here at what might be the genesis of one of the bitterest fallings out in the analog photography community. Yeah, I think it's great. Who's and fallen I, out? Oh, it was a joke. Right? I mean, I've fallen out with you multiple times, Graham. That's... Well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you, if you will go around being wrong all the time, Paul. I was just thinking there's many reasons to gather in the Midlands this weekend, isn't there? You know, you can you can meet up with your friends, you can see all the wonderful things in the analogue showcase area of the, of the photography show. You can pay off your debts, you can give back that thing you borrowed two years ago or, or in the pre-Covid shows, you know, that you said, yeah. oh, Oh, I'll give it you back next year, but there hasn't been a next year for the last two years. You know, yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah, Watch Paul and Rachel fist fight for money. It's <laughs> all going to be going on. <laughs> it's, it's brilliant. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> So, so other than so Paul, other than being sorry, just, harangued just for money, right? Oh, hang on, sorry. Oh, sorry. The the defence wishes to make its case now. <laughs> no, no, no. In fairness, the defence is coming forward for the prosecution. Um, in Rachel's defence, it is absolutely money that was allocated to her in the community fund last year was owed to her, and I do have records of it. It just wasn't as immediately available as I'd hoped. So, <laughs> we to be clear, no fist I wasn't uh, like right. Which mate should I call up and be like, yeah, give me some dough, please. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was it was an agreed thing. It was just my crappy record keeping. Rachel was busy keeping a human alive. I barely managed to keep myself alive and still didn't <laughs> write down notes. So it is entirely my fault, Rachel. Please don't. Worry. Okay, well, so um, moving. <clears throat> hopefully swiftly on past this interesting <laughs> choice for a podcast conversation. Other than being harangued for money that you definitely do owe Rachel, it seems. Um, <laughs> What, how are things going with you, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, it's all good. It's um, a lot of my brain is focused on this weekend with um, all the stuff that's going on. Um, and, and, and yeah, the analog spotlight doesn't feel that long ago, but actually, yeah, it was five or six months ago. Um, and it's interesting as well because the, it's the evolution of this whole idea was the photography show two or three years ago where we we're meant to be having this first analog group. 
that became the analog spotlight then after last year we sort of reclaimed the analog spotlight for so it'd be more than just the photography show which is when we did the in-person event there's more plans on that um between um alicia myself holly and hamish so now we then got the photography show to rename the analog, their analog spotlight the analog showcase <laughs> so that the analog spotlight could attend the analog showcase at the photography show so it's very straightforward really <laughs> it sounds it it sounds it it's become its own entity hasn't it outside of that it has which, and that, was, always, that... which was always a plan i think right like it was yeah, no, sure. like there's there's definitely a role, and and you look then at the list of analog companies who have stands and presence at this show, and it has gone up another level. Mm. Um, and so what we'd originally created is this like safe little bubble for six or seven of us to just dip our toes in. Actually, that worked because now you know Analog One Land has jumped from just one pod. We now have a proper stand. And there'll be three of us there. We've got a load of space. Um, Adam from Double Film was going to come as well, but unfortunately can't make it. Um, but he's helped us dress part of that. So there's a presence for his brand. A load of other people have jumped out into bigger spaces as well. Um, and it continues to sort of grow from that side. So I think the the whole point where Hamish and I were trying to prove the concept to the photography show folk Admittedly, they were very open to it. Like it wasn't a hard sell necessarily, but that proof of concept that the analog community was bigger than probably people thought, but more diverse across different companies and brands than people thought, um, but deserved its space and its attention seems to have paid off because they were thrilled with last year. They're really excited to bring stuff back. There's talks and speak, you know, speakers throughout the the three days now, not four, mm. um, around the analog area as well. So. Hopefully, strength to strength. Yeah, it's going to be good. Is the um, is it occupying about the same space as it did last year? The spotlight. Yeah. So I'll show you yeah, it's a very similar area. That part. What the difference this time is, that was the majority of it last time, whereas now, so I'm not one land as I say I know best, but we've jumped out and we're slightly further along around the corner from Ilford. Patterson still have a big stand that's nearby. Um, Negative Supply, I think, are coming as well. Um, and a few other solar can. Sam has his own space, which I think is similar to, to last year, but there's much more of it. It would be less around just that one little area, and it'll be a little bit more diffuse. Um, oh, and Disabled Photographer Society, obviously, will be there again. So, first thing, Saturday morning, get yourself down and treasure hunt through the trove of cameras that are there. Um, so, yeah, so there, there's definitely, I think. The, the actual central point where the speakers are is about the same, but there's more analog brands and companies around it. Mm. Cool. That good. sounds good. That's good. I mean, it's great to see it growing still and growing more. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it, it's just, it's going to be, I'm really looking forward to seeing how it all turns out this year. And you know, last year there were things you could wonder and you'd find people, you know, there was the central area, but then there's just a little few bits away, there was the fellow, and I can't, can't remember his name, unfortunately, who does all the little Minox spy cameras, mm. stuff like that. And, uh, you know, we, we talked to him and he was he was so knowledgeable. And and it's it's lovely that we can get, you know, people that perhaps, I mean, it's great to see everybody we do know. It's also great to meet new people. 
you know, and uh, the, the, that are going to be there at the show. Um, there's some people that, that I'm aware of that, you know, have tried to come before but couldn't for whatever reason and they're going to be there this year. Uh, but So I'm looking forward to meeting them for the first time. But I'm sure there's going to be others that are just a complete surprise to me, which is, uh, you know, which is, is going to be some, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. I'm so, so much so. I'm going to do two days this year uh, instead of one. I've, the last few years, I've tried to do it in one day. And I've run, I've just been run raggy because I'm trying to do all the sociable stuff, all the analog stuff. I've also got to to, to get gather all the information for the my other podcast, The Future Photography, which is all the stuff that, you know, and a lot of the analog community don't know. Oh, like, oh, don't go see that. Don't go see that. Oh, I've got to. I've got this whole other thing. I've got to do. <laughs> At the end of the day, just being completely blitzed. So I'm coming for two days this time. I'm going to be going to enjoy the social side of it on the Saturday. I think when it, I think because that's the day that a lot of people are going to be there. Mm-hmm. So looking forward to the, to the social side of it and also catching more of the uh, the talks and presentations and stuff like that. Um, and uh, yeah, then then on the Sunday a little bit more. Um, hopefully, from a point of view of meeting and being sociable, it'll be slightly quieter. Hopefully, not too quiet because I still like to hang out with the friends. Uh, and then you have a chance to go around and look at all the stuff so yeah maybe get that, getting that chance to do that sort of like second lap or third lap around mm-hmm. is is a real it, yeah it, it does really help with that experience I think because quite often you can end up if you're just there for the for the one day and maybe you know you don't know you don't know what the other stands are going to be and things you can you can end up just kind of like in one little area because it's it's really intense you know there's lots going on and then and there can be quite a lot that you miss so having the opportunity to go around and do that um you know on the sunday i think will be will be really good actually aid yeah Uh, yeah and there's there's other things i can see like last year for example i didn't get to see alex's uh talk about her breath project breath sorry i should say um uh uh and that this year i'll get to see that again so mm-hmm. that's great um the other thing i am slightly not concerned actually sort of joyously leaning into actually is that um i'm not sure that my control mechanisms for shopping are any a good bar past about 24 hours so if i arrive at 10 o'clock on the saturday morning by about lunchtime on sunday i might be in uh i might have slightly less willpower <laughs> So that's when we know. So Paul, I shouldn't have told Paul that. I mean, he's going to come get me at like five. Come visit my stand. Come visit my. We'll take you around a little wheelbarrow with a with a basket. I'll be fine. By this by this rug. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is true though. I think that's a really smart thing because um because uh, Emma's coming with me. Uh, he does a lot of marketing for us. Um, my marketing assistant, and um, she's never been to any trade show before. Oh, sure. Or, any, or, or whatever. I don't know. If it's a trade show, but you know anything of this size. And she was rather optimistically being like, oh, should we do a, a, a photo walk Saturday afternoon, mid-afternoon? And I was like, no, <laughs> you will get there at 10 o'clock. There'll be 20 minutes where everyone's nervously like, oh, it doesn't seem as busy as it normally is, no matter what, how busy it is, everyone says that. <laughs> and then you blink and it's four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then you go have one beer, immediately fall asleep. And then on Sunday you do the same thing. Like, um, but that is the fun of it. It's, it's yeah. brilliant. So as a, as a, as a punter there, right, I, um, I know I, I, I report for podcasts as well, but yeah, as a, as a non-exhibitor, let's say, right. Um, I find it really tiring as an exhibitor. It must be just plain exhausting. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely full on. Take yeah. So, um, so actually, <laughs> 
um karen's coming as well who um does all of our marketing from the paid marketing stuff from bristol um she's coming along as well and uh she's deliberately booked a hotel i think it's a bit further out but it has like a, a sort of a basic hotel spa sort of area and she's already planning because she's done events things before um she used to work in cycling and did load of big european cycling things and she's literally like nope as soon as i finish i know i need to go and just de-stress and relax recharge come in again um, have you explained to karen that as soon as she's finished we're all going to the bar like that's oh, what's yeah. happening yeah good i'm glad <laughs> you've made that clear because yeah. I, mean, I, I think in her head she's put that down as sort of like still part of the event so don't worry no 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 that's that's where pints and weatherspoons until we get kicked out at 8 p.m or whatever it is yeah (laughs) so uh, that's a point worth making to anybody who is coming on the saturday um we always i mean i'm not going to say we always organize because we don't organize anything but we always we always always default to we always default to (laughs) yeah we we congregate at the weatherspoons um bar which is actually at the NEC, just up the steps from where the um, event is, uh, for post-show drinks and chats, and we usually record stuff as well in the evening, and um, it's always a good time, always a really nice way to catch up with people after they've had a, a busy day, and it's, mm. it's always one of the most, if not the most fun part of the day, really. So, Well, we get to record a podcast at the point, don't we, as well? So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, usually, yeah. yeah usually, we usually we, so so we'll be around. We'll be we'll, co- co- yeah. if you want, anybody wants to be anybody's ever had a burning ambition to be on Sunny Sixteen, but has never made it for whatever reason. Apart from the fact that you should just tell us, and we'll get you on the show anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But we will be uh, recording live. I am sure um, in, in the uh, the aftermath of the show. Uh, yeah. Sometimes called the after party. Eh? That's true. Yes, Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yes. The aftermath is after the after party. Back to your point. Here, I think I think the moment in the debrief as well, where someone's like, "Oh, and did you see that stand?" And you'd be like, "What? No, yeah, how did yeah, I even yeah, miss true. that? Where is it?" Um, so everyone sort of debriefs on <laughs> what they saw and what inevitably there's something that, that that you've just sort of missed in the mayhem of the day. But hey, two days, you got your your second bite of the uh, bite of the apple. Yeah, the analog, that's true. The analog yes. apple. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, Graham, you're going to be with us just on the Saturday. Yeah, I think. yeah. No, I, um, I like aid. I was like, okay, what's an appropriate amount of time to spend now? I'm like, well, <laughs> I don't think I can do fewer than one day because of the <laughs> so. so yeah. I, yeah. No, I can only do one day, unfortunately, because I've got to work. So, yeah. um, I will be uh, running around like a blow ass flyer. I have no doubt, which is generally how I spend um, spend the. So photography show is desperately trying to get as much done as we can, but uh, it should be good, as you said. It will, yeah. And and the other thing is, obviously, you're there for the Saturday, uh, Graham. But um, Aid and I will also be there on the Sunday. Although, obviously, I'm going to be working in in on the space and what have you as well. There is the opportunity for us to record some more bits and pieces, you know, on the Sunday, and then potentially I might be able to get grab a few more bits on the Tuesday because obviously. Um, for anybody who doesn't know um it's not going to be happening on the on the monday that it's completely shut on monday isn't it the uh, the 19th so um the saturday sunday and tuesday are the three days this year of the photography show just if that news hasn't come across to everybody um that it is going ahead um but just not on the monday so um as far as we know 
the talks and speakers and um, the other kind of like activities like photo walks and that kind of thing um, have been moved, I think, to the Tuesday mostly. Um, although, Graham, I think you you realised that Kate Hook was going to be doing something on the Monday and Tuesday and now she can't do that. So mm-hmm. that's that's a bit of a shame, obviously, because it would have been really cool to see to see her. Um, but I think mostly that's what's happened. Yeah. It's been sort of like moved slightly to the Tuesday. So check out the um, the Photography Show website, obviously, for, for updates and things, because all the information sh- should hopefully be there as well, I think. There will be time. And there are as well, just to... to to pitch the fun things you can do so the, the the speak speak the talks are all happening as well for analog folk there's going to be the fun um after party um and uh but also then there's lots of analogy things to buy um obviously we're there with film and things but also we've got you know people are coming with cameras people are coming with um all of the different paraphernalia that you'd, you'd ever want um for shooting developing everything fun and analog and rach is there with her own little show yeah going to be doing some um demonstrations so it's going to be um cyanotype uh demonstrations and workshops um i'm going to be on um stand g600 so you can find me there i will be look that up on my neighbors yeah neighbors more or less with um with paul at the analog wonderland and ilford so i'm going to be in that kind of little slight outskirts of the analog showcase showcase as you mentioned according to my map your g600 right your stand is bigger than ilford's and way way bigger than paul's (laughs) (laughs) everyone said rachel you know stand aside rachel (laughs) i think it's so that you can have more people in there being able to actually do the presentation yeah yeah exactly it's not obviously it's not retail space where where i am if you like you have to rename your your business right you had to be called big vintage photography (laughs) 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 that would be lovely um yeah i think um there's definitely been some um other measures that have been put in place in terms of uh, making sure that people can be spaced out a bit more and th- things like that so um, for anybody kind of like coming in actually um, creating their own uh, piece because that's the that's the idea it's that um, TPS have asked me to come along and deliver some demonstrations and workshops in a, an analog photography uh, process so um, I'm going to be helping people create their own uh, cyanotype prints to go into the pop-up exhibition uh, and then to potentially take home with them at the end of the day so that'd be lovely um, and uh, yeah it would be lovely to talk to people about you know their um, analog photography education if anybody wants to ask questions about workshops and things obviously that would be wonderful i'd love to speak to people about that and i will of course let everybody know about the uh, the ultimate film and darkroom workbook of course as well um oh, yeah. but yeah so um that's that's the space where i'll be based over the four days um, and uh, I had, uh, when I had heard from Emma that she was hoping to do some like photo walks and things. So I said, well, you can use it as like a gathering space if you want, you know, um, as it's a bit more open. Um, but it sounds like Paul's going to be working her way too hard for <laughs> the photo walk to be happening this time. Um, it, was, it, was, it was more the, because um, I think it could work. It was more, she thought that it would be quiet enough in the middle of the afternoon on Saturday. <laughs> and then, she, then her next thought was, oh, well, that's okay. Well, I'll just do it when it's closed. And I was like, of course you can. Your energy levels probably will not be no, the place where you'll want. Yeah, it's so intense, isn't it? You know, and and yeah. I think 
every year I come home without a voice like it's just totally gone by by sort of like mid uh, midday of the second day you know it's usually completely gone um uh, so yeah you're I don't making know. it sound like really hard work if you're not careful you're gonna put people off it's a joy it's a joyous occasion full it's of, hard work full of it, laughter you know. and sunshine and liveliness yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm you know Okay, sorry, Aid. I was just uh, talking about the, the other side of it um, from the sort of behind the scenes. Yeah, it's all right for the press, Aid. <laughs> it's all right for press people. You you get your own little lounge, don't you? Uh, we do this year. Apparently, it's on the show floor. Um, oh, normally, nice. the press lounge, right? Uh, uh, um, uh, I don't know, Graham. You might know this. The press lounge is usually a little back room. So you, there's there's usually a little sort of unmarked door or something. It's a staff only, and it's little very. And you go and you get the, and there's this tiny little room where you could with, with a few desks and stuff. Like that. The upside is that there's usually a water cooler there. You can have a, or, or you can get a cup of instant coffee, perhaps. Um, so it's delight, delightful. The press lounge this year. This is um, there's the, the press lounge is on the show floor. So I don't know where that is. Nice. I have to say, yeah. I mean, I'm enjoying having like a, a brochure to to, uh, to to skim through. You've got a brochure. Well, it's a it's an online one. I got sent a link to it. So oh, there's, there's a link I didn't get anything like that. Did there's you? A link in the chat. There's a link Press. in the meeting Press. chat. Press. Give you a different lives to us. No, it's it's, it's, it's a it's a, a consumer facing. It's a visitor facing one. It's just I guess there's uh, a link, okay. there's a link uh, on the website. But I put in the in the chat for this meeting. Uh, mm. Uh, right, the link to it. Oh so yeah, you can get it. So, can... so it's got your name in print. It says it. It says here Tuesday afternoon. It says uh, analog and hybrid wedding photography with that is me yes because um i will be doing a i will be doing a talk on the tuesday afternoon um uh, on the analog showcase um stage i suppose that in that in the area as well so yeah um exciting stuff so yeah paul and i are talking about the the behind the scenes um uh, aspect of the exhibitor life um demonstrator life you know kind of thing and then uh, the the different kind of um experience that aid may have i guess from the, so in the I'm now looking at it on the map actually sadly it's not near the analog showcase there oh. the fresh lands it's oh. tucked away around somewhere else but that's okay because i that's so you don't have to you know kind of like interact yeah, with this too much do, do you know <laughs> what actually i have to retreat behind his little velvet rope <laughs> yeah. I th I th do you know what um they, when it gets really really hectic it's just like i really need five minutes just to be able to dive somewhere quiet is 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 pure luxury yeah. right just to give you uh, to, to, to give you the energy to come back out again so very, very fortunate yeah. that the guys at future are very very uh good in um granting me a press pass so that i can report on the show for for, for podcasts that's so great so. i've got a lockable cabinet do you want to hide in that i might hide in that <laughs> <laughs> how, how big or small it's is about your, I mean, two foot by two foot <laughs> do you know what? i'm not very bendy rage maybe maybe <laughs> somebody who's slightly bendier than i am i'm thinking i might just take a there's probably a shelf in it i'll probably just take the shelf out so if anybody needs to find me that's maybe where i'll be hiding <laughs> that's cool now i'm not so, so looking at that i mean the animal showcase is, is going to be really good so yeah i mean i can see yeah where the ilford stand is uh where where Paul's going to be for Analog Wonderland. I can see your stand, Rach. It's going to be a nice community feel to the place mm. again, isn't it? You know, around the Analog Showcase. And I'm looking, looking forward to that. 
so um, yeah it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be good i'm getting excited i don't i'm not the sort of person that gets excited months ahead of something because i just don't have that level of energy quite frankly um but yeah as you get closer to things i'm i am looking forward to seeing everybody it's um it's always so, a good, hey, good trip out hey you mentioned about the brochure is that something that people can access online on the website I think so. Um, I won't attempt to read the link no. um, because it's all letters and numbers. Um, uh, but I'm sure Graham will put it in the comprehensive show notes when he publishes the podcast. Um, yep. Thanks, Graham. Uh, I'll, I'll I, suspect, right on that. I suspect if you, because it's we're, we're very close to the show now, so I suspect if people go to the, the photography show website uh, and, and it'll be probably be signposted by this point um yeah it's 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 fairly new out i think and um, but i guess they would wait until the, yeah the, the last mm -hmm. possible moment they can to make sure that everybody's confirmed and stuff like that so so well well worth it it's got a i'll tell you it's got some stuff about it. it's got some sort of you know um bits of article not really articles but bits of text about yeah what's on uh it's got uh, a list of all the talks so i don't know about anybody else but sometimes i find the the website uh a little bit tricky to navigate sensibly so to actually have it on not a piece of paper but in this case a screen right in front of me it's got all the saturday stuff on all the stages all the sunday stuff it has got monday stuff in it although we know that to respect the national day of morning the show is going to be closed on monday um and uh on tuesday it's got yeah it's got all of that stuff and then it's got um things about classes it's got all the exhibitors listed in alphabetical cameras somebody called 35 mmc is is at the top of the list of exhibitors yeah i, I was actually um i spent the morning with him today actually old old hammy did you how is hammy yeah he's good he's good although he's already said that um he i think one of his uh daughters is having a birthday party on the sunday so he was already down to three days so now he's down to two days but he'll be there on Saturday to join in all the fun and games there, and then he'll be popping back Tuesday as well for people who um who, who come around that day. It is important to be at your daughter's birthday though, so we I'm sure we can so we can give him that one. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Obviously, for the vast majority of people who aren't who are listening, who absolutely aren't going to be at this show, um, which I'm going to guess is probably going to make up about ninety nine percent of people listening. We will do our best, as always, to speak to as many people whilst we're there, get as much coverage, because there are going to be people there this year that haven't been there before. Um, it's already been mentioned that um, the Camera Rescue guys are going to be there, Yuho and other people who work with Yuho, I'm going to guess. Um, Cine still are going to be there for the first time. Negative Supplies, you mentioned earlier, Paul, they're going to be there. Um, and then there's another one as well, which popped into my eyesight and then fell out again. Oh, Bellini. Bellini's going to be there. Bellini are um, a chemical supplier whose stuff I've used for colour developing in the past. So there's going to be quite a few people there who hopefully we'll get to speak to for the first time um, if it's not incredibly busy, which is the one problem is that it's always very busy during the day there. But um, yeah, hopefully we'll be able to grab people. The one that I didn't even notice until this evening, I'm really excited about, is um, Rigu, Andy who um, specialises in camera straps, including this one, which obviously for listeners, they cannot see. But anyone who's ever seen me with my Olympus OM-1 over the last 10, 15 years um, will have recognised the, the strap, these beautiful camera straps that, yes, he sells to digital cameras as well, but ultimately we all know the most beautiful machines are, <laughs> are analogues. Um, and he's going to be there. So I'm, like, I've am i been speaking to him, buying from him for the last 15 years. He lives up in the Lake District um 
and that is definitely going to be any cameras that need accessorizing or your camera strap game needs strengthening then go to that man nice joe you know, i i always love looking at um the, the the people that focus on printing as well um uh, yeah so there's a yeah, different different print companies do with different products and things like that and i've had several like yeah so because for me it, it's it's yes all of all of the stuff the the core stuff that we've been talking about but i love all of the stuff that goes on around it i mean everybody knows i'm a sucker for a light right so i love all the lighting stands <laughs> um and uh i also uh yeah i love the i love the printing stuff i like seeing you know because um i do like to send my stuff out for printing and sometimes you get uh uh, people there who are specialists in books, uh, others are specialised, specialists in sort of single prints and, and limited runs and stuff like that. So I I love looking around and seeing all of that kind of stuff as well. So it's, um, I'm less into the you know um, baskets for a newborn baby to sit in. That's not so much my photography style. <laughs> um i don't tend to take newborn babies off their parents tie them tightly in a burlap sack throw them in a basket in a, you know in a pond and take photographs of them but you know i know that's a thing right for which we are all grateful <laughs> yeah. well all of us that are parents anyway all of us not parents probably wish that i did would any of your babies you know not protest when you tried to do this so do you know what i used to go actually funny enough just going back to the whole um just going to the lighting thing part of the way that i learned to shoot with artificial artificial light with with flashes um on film cameras relates back to the time when my kids used to wake up at six o'clock in the morning or you know or 5 30 in the morning and one parent or other had to stagger up the stairs to, you know, uh, to, to to see the kids and to hang out with them until the the day broke um, and i used to just leave lighting stands in their bedrooms right they were toddlers they were too yeah, they're too young to 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 say no and i'd go and pretend to play with them but actually was just taking lots of photos and they thought it was great and we played together and they'd be like right daddy why are you lying on the floor while well, i'm partly asleep because it's the middle of the night i'm partly trying to get a good angle for a photo <laughs> so i'm partly trying to play with you it was great when they figured it out right when they were a few years older all that stopped so I haven't um, learned a damn thing since. That's so cute. That's such a lovely thing, Aid. Ah, so you didn't need to wrap them in a burlap sack and chuck them in a basket. <laughs> no, I went. I met them halfway. I went to their environment, right? They nice. went, yeah, yeah. I, I, I invaded their bedrooms and their toys and their playing areas with, yeah, <laughs> with all my lighting stands and lights and cameras. That's a very nature wildlife photographer's approach to children. Yeah. I burnt their eye sockets out at an early age with my extra lighting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah with my kids i was very keen on the chicken in the burlap sap throwing a brick and throw them in the river but again their mother was just like no no this just doesn't seem you can't say that they're bigger than you now yeah i am aware of that fact <laughs> it's not great um paul obviously super busy with all the photography show stuff coming up but you've done loads of stuff at head office lately um i saw today a picture that it now looks like people can just go to analog wonderland and like there's a shop front and everything what's going on yes there? well it's we've we've always been able to do it um we've had the you know the the sort of the till area where you could do contactless but of course we moved into that space uh just over a year ago around about covid wave 4.0 or whatever it was um and so we weren't really big on everyone come and see everyone come and visit um and you know what it's like 
you have intentions to make it look pretty and welcoming um and then six months later it's where you store cardboard boxes um <clears throat> and then this week we just made a real concerted effort um because we are picking up more people are realizing and popping in to drop off films pick them up um so there is more and more of a local community I'm, I'm, we're seeing the, the same people come out which is obviously really really lovely um, and so we thought, really, we should make more of an effort. <laughs> so in the course of one day, um, Chris and Shannon um, just turned around the whole thing, which is brilliant. And actually, part of that will will be taken to the photography show and sort of replicating. So there was a, there was, that was sort of a reason for why we're doing it now, was to test out a few things, what would look good. Um, but yeah, no, that's going to be it ongoing. And we'll, we'll spend a bit more time making sure it, it always looks welcoming and people can come in and browse and and play with play with cameras see films up close as well before buying if they uh, if they fancy it so one of those things that's been on the to-do list for a year <laughs> and finally made it towards the top when people come in who are they going to get to see when they come in i mean which of the analog wonderland celebrities are they going to get to be greeted by because this is an important thing i mean is it going to be you is it going to be oh, marina no. oh, is no it going to be emma i mean good grief I, obviously emma celebrity <laughs> star is rising fast because this could really drive your business exactly if you come in and say grain splaining to the first person you meet it unlocks secret levels and prices <laughs> um no, so it's um so the way that it 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 we have it set up is basically downstairs is predominantly the warehouse because that's where it stays nice and cool. We have all the aircon and stuff, the film, the fridges, and upstairs is the offices and the kitchen and the and the lab. <laughs> where you put so stuff to roast over summer. <laughs> exactly, yes, exactly. Where we then turn on all the machines and regress it immediately. Um, so now you'll be met by maybe Chris, the warehouse manager, or Shannon, his uh, his deputy, or just any of them, and you'll be able to look into and see the warehouse where all the film is stored and, and the orders are sort of being packed and prepared, ready to go out. But the difference now is the, the, the storefront, the counter that's always been there actually looks really nice, and there's somewhere we can actually yeah, see all the films, all the cameras. You can't wander in and browse through all the shelves, sadly, because um, then Chris will get grumpy for you making his warehouse messy. But... Um, but he'll, he'll bring you anything you wish um, and obviously for people who are local as a way of dropping films off and picking them up um yeah i'll often find marina down there chatting to people because they'll ask questions it's, it's definitely the lab is where more people get more into it because they want to know what's happened with their photos whether good or bad like just learning mm -hmm. um, i mean you know what marina's like mm -hmm. love to teach and is super just knows everything ever about the way that a photo might have come out and the emulsion, the developing and the scanning and and you can really talk someone through. Um, I sort of listened to her and I really wish I'd known someone like her when I first started out in films. I look back now at scans of my first few films and I now recognise problems that I've heard Marina talk about that could, could have been corrected in scanning or whatever. So, yeah, and you can always put in special requests as well if you particularly want, you know, visit from, uh, from someone, mm -hmm. Emma obviously yeah obviously ever yeah, mostly i mean listen I, I love marina too but it's got the moment the down to this you might immediately be forced into a tiktok if it's emma oh, so okay <laughs> um <laughs> tiktok graham's, graham's a big star on tiktok oh right? yeah, yeah. i've never so, actually seen tiktok watch base website i don't know um <laughs> on the subject of developing now we recently um, read out a, a letter that a letter, a, a, some information that karen very kindly sent to us um because you've recently expanded the way that your um 
Oh boy, <laughs> I'm going to get all of the branding wrong here and only 50% of it on purpose. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the Analog Wonderbox offering that you've got and you've been doing now for over a year, which has been your film subscription service where people can sign up and every month they get some film sent and it's been 35 millimeter and that's great. You've been doing all sorts of fun stuff with that. You've been doing film mm. of the month, etc., etc., etc. Um, You're now expanding that so that people can have, uh, they can still get that, but you can also get... Um, you're developing included with that as part of the thing. How is all of that going? How is the film subscription side going? And what kind of stuff have you been getting through there? I saw a very interesting video of some new film I hadn't come across earlier, some Amber 800. Yep, exactly. T800, yep. No, it's, um, it's actually been a really, I don't know, interesting summer because um, what I've found is that a lot of things that a lot of parts of the business that I've done probably two years ago. Um, so things like the subscription, things like the mobile app we have, um, the loyalty scheme, all things that I sort of set up two or three years ago. And it was basically me doing a lot of that side while um, Mary did all of the, the sort of the warehouse side. A lot of it's just start, was starting to just feel a bit tired or needed updating or wasn't quite right. And we always knew it wasn't quite right but again getting around to it um and so this summer we sort of gone through one by one and just tried to improve all of them um and now that i have the brains of karen and emma to help me then it's a lot better than <laughs> just me <laughs> which is lovely as well so um yeah so the subscriptions one's interesting so um it the the sort of getting a box every two months with six films in so you can shoot at your own pace really um, and try out loads of stuff is really appealing and a load of people love if you shoot six films every two months on top of probably other ones that might be your favorite but it is quite full-on for beginners or for people who might not have as much cash at the moment as well it is quite a lot of film to get through um, and, and we've always had that feedback but again it's like the logistics on the website and also just finding the time to do it so notice we've just expanded it really is um and introduced a more basic offering that's two films every month and you can do one that even includes a voucher for developing um so again especially at the moment if people are still wanting to do film but are just more careful about budgeting how much cash yeah the, the sort of the idea is you subscribe to to that uh, the first one if you already have a lab you're very happy with happy days the second one if you want it all just once and you know that if you spend that much money every month um that is still a, a brilliant analog experience we'll handpick the films one color one black and white so you you'll still keep learning you'll still get the videos you'll still be in the community the facebook groups um but the outlay is a lot less and it's you know a predictable way of being able to say well this is the money each month for me to have fun and explore with film and i can always top it up if i'm feeling particularly lucrative that month or or, or pause it for a month if not so that was sort of the the plan with there and it's um it's going well but i mean the the bigger picture at the moment is just uh the concern over cost of living and i'm spending a lot of time thinking about how can we help people ourselves included frankly everyone is feeling a squeeze free film while everyone from a supplier and that's not just film supplier i mean like obviously energy supplies, rent, insurance, everything, the cost of up one side. How can we try and protect or at least find ways that people can feel more comfortable and they don't have to stop 
shooting films that's something they enjoy so that's sort of driving a lot of the decisions and thoughts at the moment so you know the loyalty scheme we relaunched frankly we're giving away way more wonder points than we were before way more as part of the design and that's sort of deliberate because it's like well now's the time you need savings um much as i'd love to just be able to give free film that doesn't really stack up from a business point of view but if people are willing to to be you know loyal and buy a couple of times to to save up we want to be able to help with some decent savings and you know you won't get that from amazon you won't get that from some of the big box retailers but that is something that we can do so yeah the number of wonder points went up by three or four times overnight which is slightly scary when you first see it because you're like that's a lot of free money that people will come back <laughs> and spend but again it's sort of like well we've got to we've got to try and do things to help mitigate as much as we can um so we'll see keep plugging away and and, and that kind of thing and, and again i don't want to be too doom and gloom but it oh. is really rough <laughs> it's really rough i don't know whether um again i haven't spoken to them personally so i have no idea if i'm speaking out of line here but you guys will probably have seen that cc imaging closed its doors a few weeks ago which is the lab in leeds um that was more of a that, more of an old school professional lab like um uh, and I don't think it's anything to do with take it easy, to be clear. I think they've definitely brought a load to that lead scene. But they've closed their doors. And again, it might be totally out of line. They might just be redesigning their website. But Peak Imaging stopped taking developing orders uh, last week. Um, and again, maybe that's just a coincidence. I have no idea. I don't, I don't speak to them. But yeah, there's just a general sense at the moment that the next six to nine months are going to be tough for people and for businesses. Yeah. And as a small business in a community that, I love in a industry, quote unquote, we can call us that in the analog world, um, that we love as well. And I think trying to find ways of navigating it in a way that helps people and keeps the business going is um, really what's on my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Outside this current week, a lot. And there's loads of. Whilst we're on the positive vibes, can I do, because it's always one of my favourite things to do when you're here, it's it's a little segment that I'm going to call Great or Irate. So these are the suppliers that are either doing great or are making you irate at the moment with not being able to turn up with good. So um, how's Kodak doing? <laughs> Paul, talk to us about Kodak at the moment. Oh, they're lovely. Lovely. <laughs> Wonderful. I, I couldn't complain apart from a small delay in getting color film perhaps um but i mean the thing is god again i don't want to go down a doom and gloom route too much <laughs> all of the problems of the last two years are still there the global supply the in but you're still seeing covid hotspots pop up and, and screw things over we've just got the added benefit of inflation through the roof and all of the things that are about to happen as a result of that so um yeah it was a couple of years ago you're like oh yeah you win some you lose some Supply might be tough, but this is happening. And and, and now uh, <laughs> there's not many things pushing you forward and there's quite a few coming the other way. Um, but that is the life of business. And um, and I think the good thing is like we, uh, and, and when I talk to some of the other analog businesses in there, that a lot of us are, are thinking and planning proactively for what is probably going to be a tough 12 months. But um as I say, it's the it's the flip side of business, and you got to be able to roll with it as much as possible. And there is good things coming down the line, like um, 
again, what I hear from Kodak is that the project that they started to upgrade productivity that was that was slated for 2020, bless their souls, is starting to come to fruition um, at the moment with more planned in the next six months. So it's, it's been two years delayed because their plan was obviously in the area that was worse hit by COVID and then the knock-on effects. So there will be things that will 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 come up and surprises. There's there's new films coming or coming back. So we're expecting Sinister 400D soon. We're expecting Lemochrome Turquoise soon. Um, all of these things are really exciting. And, and it's not like when things were falling off a cliff with the digital revolution, this is more just a, the whole world is slightly tricky for people and small businesses right now. Be more positive. What can people get? What is like, if if you want to feel confident you can get something, what stuff is in good supply at the moment? What stuff is coming through freely? Hmm. I mean, again, the, the good thing is versus a year ago where it was like no colour. Colour 120 at the moment is is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like um, we're out of gold 120 for a couple of days. But apart from that, you know, if you want to shoot relatively cheap colour film, gold 120. And if you don't have a 120 camera, um, again, we know that there's options, but also there are, you know, Holgers and Dianas and there are options that as long as you're, you're not too sniffy about it, which I'm not making a judgment there. Some people love that look, some people don't. Um, you can shoot 120 colour film experimentally having fun for not very much at all, which is brilliant. Um the black and white is, is very available. And again, from a cost point of view, Kentmere, £4, £5 a roll, um, will get you 36 shots. In fact, if you use one of the uh, half-frame cameras that um, that came out recently with Kodak branding on, you can get 72 shots. <laughs> 72 shots for £5. Um, develop it at home and instant coffee and, and away you go. So it's not as though it's impossibly out of reach. And I see some stuff, there's something on Reddit recently that's like, you know it's become the hobby of the elites and they're like well if you're shooting slide film on large format then yes but that was always true Mm. (laughs) to be clear that was always true and yes there is i mean there is also a momentum shift versus five years ago when we all know color film was the cheapest relatively speaking it's ever been in anyone's existence those days are over for sure but yeah so i'd say uh, 120 including color happy days um you can pick up more new cameras than you've been able to do for 15 years yes they are more plasticky they're not well apart from new leica apparently i hear you know you're not you're not talking new slr bodies but there's a load of choice like the retail ultra wide and slim is a brilliant camera really well made 35 quid i think um and can take some great photos. <laughs> You've got all of Lomography's uh, stuff with a load of creativity across different formats and more black and white film than you can shake a stick at. I think we've got over a hundred different emulsions on site at the moment in black and white. So again, if you're looking for something creative, you're not stuck on that side. It's just gonna be a bit different. And that's sort of where my head's going quite a bit actually at the moment. And what I think in my talk on Sunday, I'll probably talk about a little bit is just stepping away from the world of Instagram where everyone needs a contacts and portrait 400 in the real world uh, a little bit. Um, that's still lovely. I'd, I'd love that, but <laughs> it's, um, it's like any other hobby, isn't it? Like, yeah, if you want to shoot the high end cameras that the influencers are shooting and, and frankly at the moment shoot color film. Yeah. You need deeper pockets. 
but if you can pick up a camera for 35 quid and buy a roll of film for under a fiver, I still, it's still, as any hobby goes, that still puts it as one of the most accessible hobbies there is because all hobbies are expensive. And I went for a ride on my motorbike at the weekend and just like a tank of fuel for a, a, mm-hmm. a you know, just going to visit my mum, but that's 20 something quid. Everything costs money. Um, so, but you, but you, and also you guys, like with the Cheap Shots Challenge, like you know that the photos that you get through there are incredible and the creativity and and also like so many of us shoot film for the experience and that idea of being more creative and being slower and really you don't need the portrait tones for that that's a nice output and if you all you care about is the output then of course that is tough and there are people like that and that's not saying that that opinion is wrong either but honestly for me the, having a nice photo at the end of it has always been a nice nice to have because the experience of shooting the fun of it and the delay gratification and the idea that i'm just engaging a different part of my brain and all of that kind of stuff that still exists with a 30 pound camera and a five pound roller film um that's still the joy so i i, I know i've got a vested interest in it not being all doom and gloom on that side but also i really can't i really can't get behind the reddit everything is going to burn and everyone's going to what was it start buying cheap digital cameras in the early noughties and use that as their vintage aesthetic you're like that's not the experience <laughs> and if it is i'll just start selling memory cards for like with what like 128 kilobytes on <laughs> <laughs> let's go down if we want to go down that route let's go down that route properly you shoot half a megapixel photos on a on a kilobyte memory card and let's get noughties about it no, I agree that there's a lot of there is a lot of um, there's a lot of worry from people. I think it's hard because, as you said, and it, this is one of those things that really has um, crystallised more and more over the last few years of these certain cameras becoming real influencer-driven cameras, and this idea you keep seeing the same ones cropping up, and and um, yeah, those cameras are expensive, but actually there is a raft. In some ways, it's created this divide because the cameras that aren't talked about. Just drop off a cliff. You know, if you yeah. don't happen to be one of the models that people are talking about, then you're you're cheap and cheerful, um, and you you can still pick up bargains. You can still get you can still get cheap cameras on eBay and elsewhere. Um, yeah, what you got there, Rach? What are you waving at us? I uh, I found this a couple of weeks ago in the charity shop and it was 15 quid and i thought oh it looks quite nice mm-hmm. so right a little con a little conica af so z up 60e <laughs> I, I don't know what any of that means but um yeah it's got little inbuilt flash takes 35 mil obviously it's a little point and shoot and um i gave it to um some of the students that i was doing a uh, a film processing workshop with uh, with the uh, from the high school um, for the Love Liverpool Pride exhibition, the analog photography exhibition, and they came back with some lovely, lovely images from that. First time that they'd processed uh, film, first time that they'd been in a darkroom scene, it got printed up, and um, the negatives that we got from it, all good, really, really lovely. And and like I say, that one was yeah, fifteen quid, and I think we got um, one of the other um uh, one of the other ones from analog wonderland one of the other like point and shoot plastic and more mm. recent plastic ones as well um and yeah came back with uh five rolls of 36 
shots you know on each roll that's a heck of a lot of images to choose from you know so it was all good yeah it's nice it feels good too actually i might bring it with me we'll see yeah. so i just think we're just going through an evolution of the industry and in, in of the last five years where camera prices just seem to go up every year and film prices were going up and we had you know Kodak cross price increase but broadly speaking you could shoot whatever you wanted whenever you want it wouldn't really impact your monthly budget i think that world's over but yeah that happens um yeah. but the new world isn't as bad or as scary as as some people are doom are doom predicting um because ultimately we still enjoy a lot was going into this before it was cool anyway so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Inside, happy days yeah yeah there's, there's always ways through this and um yeah you just need to you need to i mean I, well it's different for everybody but for me engaging with the hobby is the most important thing and i think if you're prepared to, to do it then there's always ways that you can bring the monthly cost down but maybe you need to think about okay do you develop your black and white at home no well there's a great way of saving a ton of money right out of the get-go mm -hmm. um or is it yeah in investing in different film stock or something you know and trying and something different that you've not really used so much before you know or just to to and Actually, maybe it's the um, it will be the trigger behind you finding something else that you really love, you know, because you've always shot this one thing and um, that's what you're used to. Maybe this is an opportunity to to explore what else is out there and what other kind of like options there are as well. And also the difference versus a few years ago, like I remember when I was living in London and really getting into film, it was very expensive to, to shoot and have developed and scan all the stuff. One way I managed to save a bit of money was then doing scanning at home. But at the time, that was save up for an Epson, which took a while by itself because it's expensive. And then was a faff to understand how the software worked. And then I had to buy extra software. And then that was a faff. And I never really got the hang of the colours properly. Um, versus today, where you pick up a pixelator for whatever it is, 40, 50 quid, and your smartphone has a better sensor than that Epson did 10 years ago. Um, and you can scan at home for pennies on a year, um, as long as you can afford a pixelator at the front or something similar like that. So the, the options that people have now versus 10, 15 years ago are still much bigger. And the other thing that really brings a lot of joy and hope is the innovation that still keeps coming. So at the photography show, there's going to be Alfie cameras, which were sort of debuted a little bit at um, the spotlight. Um, this is Dave, who's who's made a modular camera with a with this an analog one, but with a load of digital uh, tricks in there as well. Um, and I believe he's looking to launch it as a Kickstarter at the show or around that time. So, you know, when people are still doing that kind of stuff, and he's using a lot of modern digital means to keep it cheap in terms of the the cost of doing it. You know, he's not having to spend. Fifty thousand pounds on a plastic mold to even get a prototype is doing it in his garage that's possible so um again people will find ways to make it uh, manageable and then i think from an industry point of view i i can imagine that there's going to be fewer businesses in 12 months time than there are today i don't think that's at all unique to analog i think that's going to be true across the entire world of small business um, and my intention, my uh, I'm entirely focused right now, making sure Analog Wonderland's one of the ones that is still there. Um, 
and then we'll we'll deal with the the world of 2023 what's the worst that would happen <laughs> the last few years have been you know, I the, the positive thing for me about this right is that you know it's the creativity that mm. it, it spikes and and i don't and there's creativity in the sense of that you know people trying things out and artists finding new ways of doing things there's creativity in the sense that you know you know, uh, necessity is the mother of invention, right? <laughs> um, you know, uh, uh, and everybody is is experiencing you know different necessities, right? In, in these uncertain times, um, uh, and then, uh, but there's also it's, it's the, like you said, it's the manufacturing side of it and things as well. You know, there's like it's not just um, it's not just the the artist creativity side of it. There's the manufacturing side of creativity of it as well, and you know, and and yeah, there's it, finding. You know, economically sustainable ways of doing things, finding environmentally sustainably sustainable ways of doing things. You know, the, these are the challenges we're faced with, right? But you know, it's um, we see so much stuff. You know, and you look through the, you know, going back to the photography show, just you know, drag us kicking and screaming in a positive way back to the topic of the top of the podcast today. Yeah, you know, there there are loads of people there, and there's going to be loads of fun stuff to see, and there's lots of things. You know, there's lots of things going on, and there's still you know still lots of kickstarters coming through lots of new products coming through i got my pucks the other day that was cool no. i was about to say i was about to say sam's gonna be there with something that didn't exist a year ago and is, yeah. I think, is now outselling his original invention and i'm i'm really pleased about that because i do buy beer so i worry about the supply chain for beer cans i don't buy shoe polish <laughs> <laughs> so i'm glad the, someone he, is worrying about the shoe polish can manufacturers he he yeah 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 sam can buy all the shoe polish containers he wants sorry sam i know it's all bespoke and i know it's all been designed for your products but uh, it um yeah it's uh it's cool it's exciting the thing you know and you know with the not not just that it's a new product you know um but the the product has been yeah it's evolved isn't it yeah so that you you can expose in one day and things like that so and it's very affordable you can you can re reuse it to take more exposure so as a new way of doing analog photography that's not that's not buying a new Leica camera breaking the bank at all <laughs> no, uh, it's a, and you learn a huge amount yeah so um yeah see, i think there's uh I, that, that'd be my positive spin on it yes it's hard we all know it's hard and it's hard for everybody in different ways but i'm looking forward to seeing the creativity that comes mm. from that because i think we're already seeing some of it right now yeah and also i think that's where then it sort of ties in together nicely because what money I will spend at the weekend might be less money than I would have spent a year ago, but it will go on the things that are really special, really different, creative. And yeah, that's where our community and our industry, I think, does an amazing job constantly. Um, so that's not be where it'll I'll be cutting back necessarily. I'll just be packing my own sandwiches on the way in. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably wise given the food at the NEC anyway, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's more of a health thing than a money thing, but yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it works. Yeah, so. you've got to eat there for four days, yeah, or three days. Yeah, no, no, so that, yeah, that's good. I probably, yes. I've just realised I'm going to have to eat there for two days. Oh, <laughs> right, I might, I might need to plan. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make another sandwich, eh? Don't worry about it, mate. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> There we go. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, and on that positive note, um, I think we should probably try and wrap up this part of the conversation at least, um, mm -hmm. because I think I, I am definitely looking forward to it. And I, uh, so it was recorded. This is it's Tuesday evening. So how many sleeps to the photography show Tuesday? <laughs> oh, 
they fried it four sleeps to the photography <laughs> show could i also could i also say that um if this is going out on thursday morning i haven't finalized all the films and products and things that i'm bringing i won't be able to bring everything we stock we are going to try and bring a, a, a good variety I probably won't worry too much about Ilford stuff because I know that they're there with all their films. But apart from that, you know, I'll be bringing a good variety. But if anyone does have any particular requests, just drop us a message Aww. Thursday, Friday, and we'll bring some along for you to buy. We will have loads of film, loads of cameras, loads of darkroom stuff. Um, also, if you want to order something and get us to bring it along and pick it up in person rather than us put it in the post, very happy to do that as well. Uh, and we'll bring back the Wonder Bin which is, um, for those of you who are in the analog spotlight, is uh, a brilliant bin um, that Emma has painstakingly glue-gunned hundreds of canisters around. It is now <laughs> really heavy and <laughs> a lot of her hand in the process. Um, but that's our wonder bin. Uh, you can drop films in it that we'll then take back to the lab to develop for you. Um, so that's a fun little thing. <laughs> in an envelope or with a, you know, Feed the bin. We don't ask questions, Aid. Feed the bin. <laughs> yeah, just put, how do you just put the film sit? in the bin and just hope that <laughs> the universe... Hope that somebody magically knows how to get it back to you, yeah. Yeah, exactly. These are the kind of details that I will spend the next three days finessing. <laughs> <laughs> As you record this now, I'm just going to feed the bin. Yes, there will be a better policy probably in place. <laughs> oh, Fair enough. It's going to be that good. sounds great fun. Yay. Mystery role. I mean, you know, there's there's something, right? That's a that's a film swap project for the future, maybe. Just come along, drop off a, a roll of film and see what you get back. <laughs> Shades, exactly. Shades of the very first a uh, very first Sunny Sixteen about you know, what was it called, Graham? Uh no such thing as a free grandma. Yeah. Or we just or just post the results on Instagram and then it's like the first person to comment gets the roll back. Yeah, oh, these are yours. You could, yep. NFT, you could mint them as NFTs. <laughs> yes. Oh, talking of markets that are collapsing. I think, I think, <laughs> then you really could. Then you really could sell a granny on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we've missed our chance to make billions from NFTs, haven't we? Yeah. I know that. I know that I have because I certainly didn't participate. Um, yeah. But equally, I haven't had those billions stolen from me either by hackers or anything like that. Exactly. So. I think it's it's a bit like it's a bit like the lottery you don't play, isn't it? You end you end up ahead of most people. <laughs> Before we get out of here, just a couple of things I want to just touch upon. Uh, first off, just to remind people that the Kickstarter for Brian Griffin's fantastic new book, Gary, is live now. I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, when we talked to Brian a couple of weeks ago about this, I hadn't actually because he hadn't really shared any of the pictures mm-hmm. from the book. Um, uh, but since then, he's been sharing them on his Instagram feed and also the, the Kickstarter. So, and I have to say. Um, I love them. They are they are exactly what I want from a Brian Griffin photography. In that you just look at them and go, yeah, only Brian could have taken these. They are surreal as you like. They're great portraits. They're just, but they are. There's just something very Brian about it. So I strongly recommend check out his Instagram feed. Um, check out the Kickstarter. That's great. That's ongoing. So please do have a look at that and go and support that. Um, the other thing as you listen to this, is that the I Dream of Cameras feed is now live. We now, um, we've now we managed to get that all sorted. So I Dream of Cameras now has its own independent, free and flourishing, well, it'll be free and flourishing if you go and 
follow and subscribe and like and all that stuff uh, feed. <laughs> so just go to um, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Podcast, Google, wherever you get your podcast from, wherever you happen to be listening to this on right now, search for I Dream of Cameras. You will find their feed there. And uh, the first new episode, episode 40, will be going up on there, hopefully by the time you hear this. Um, but all of their existing episodes are already there. So please go and support them. Get them off to a really good launch because it makes makes a big difference kind of getting that big boost at the beginning although they are episode 40 so i don't know quite how that will work <laughs> but still go and find them there the, the um, show will be on sunny 16 presents as well this time out but then going forwards they will just be on their new feed so make sure if you don't want to miss an episode of i dream of cameras make sure you are um tuned into that um yeah, and as far as Sunny 16 presents go, also just going to give a shout out to uh, Billy Show um, Music and Photography. Had a great episode out this week with a uh, lovely guest, um, Emma Clyden. Um, very interesting talking about, um, well, music and photography, her band uh, <laughs> that she has with her dad. It was great. Um, and on the subject of, um, you know, making photography work on a budget, she was saying she took up wet plate photography because it was cheaper than Polaroid per image. So, you know. Um, <laughs> Find ways to find ways to economize however you can. So lots of great stuff there. And hopefully, hopefully we'll have a new grain spending soon. I'm going to see Emma at the weekend and we'll be up able to nag in person. So that'll be good. But they'll, they'll both be there on Sunday, won't I'm they? not brave Alex enough to nag, much. Alex. No, well, Alex is going to be there on Sunday at least, if not, because she's talking. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if anybody wants to make the whole of the grain splaining team in all, all its all two glory, of them. Oh yeah, yeah, but it's a, a phenomenal duo, though, isn't it? So, both both barrels of grain splaining. Yeah, that's got. about the sum of it. <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to the next grain splaining as well. I, it's it's. Uh, I think you know. It, it's. It, can I say that? Yeah, I can say this. It's my it's my new favourite of the moment podcast. I'm really enjoying grain splaining. So, yeah, good stuff. I'm looking forward to the next one. And Rach, just to remind people from the last week, where do people need to be going to sign up for interest in the ultimate film photography and darkroom workbook? I'm sure that's not the title. Well done. Was it? That was, that was, yeah, well, yeah, it Close was. Enough. <laughs> well done. Close enough for a Google search. Uh, yes, if you go to um, littlevintagephotography.co.uk and uh, click on the workbook link or onto waitlist and you will be able to add your name there um it will also be open for people to sign up for the waitlist at the photography show itself um so yeah can't wait to see everybody and uh, thank you very much i've um, i've been seeing some notifications coming in of people um signing themselves up ready um for notifications so uh, yeah looking forward to uh, having uh, having more conversations with people about that and hopefully helping more people to uh, be more productive and creative and, and everything in the dark room and with analog photography in general. So, uh, yeah, all good. Paul, it feels like it's, I mean, everybody knows where you are by now, but just in case they don't, where should people be going to get their hands on your wonder pants? Analog Wonderland. Actually, one thing that um, I'd love is actually to try out the Analog Wonderland app. Because uh, I sort of mentioned it briefly earlier. We redesigned the whole thing mm -hmm. over the summer as well. Got a um, discount? doing it oh yes that's right and um uh yeah i i like it <laughs> i can't say anything more it's just one of those things that we worked on very ages like hey oh right just go there um yes yeah, so analog wonderland 
There you go. So 50p per roll on on Wonder Lab Services ordered through the app. There we go. Okay. All right. Well, there we go. I'm. I am. Uh, I've had a little bit of a, a venting this evening of my excitement for the weekend, but I'm sure now I'll, I'll put the cork back in that and uh, we'll let a bit let the pressure build up till Saturday morning. Um, I shall be uh, shooting up the M40 on Saturday morning to Birmingham, and uh, I've just reduced Graham to fits and giggles. So that... Too many words. I wasn't happy with in one sentence. There. <laughs> <laughs> you you brought that to the conversation yeah. Graham, not me <laughs> it's not I must me it's, anyway, yeah, I'm me really too. Looking it's not me it's not me though Graham. it's you mm-hmm. right? I'm really looking forward to seeing everybody on Saturday and I think the show opens at 10 o'clock in the morning um, Paul I assume I will see you there setting up earlier than that and you know i don't know if you'll I'm be trying, there i'm anymore. trying to set up on friday afternoon okay cool which well, involves hiring a van yeah. driving up and back to birmingham in rush hour. anyway yeah so i'll probably see you on saturday mm. panic yes that's it saturday morning at some point if you're uh, if you're maybe sleeping under the desk or something yeah. <laughs> uh there i will uh, i will see you there then and uh, and then yeah very excited to see everybody else from 10 o'clock in the morning on saturday and uh, yeah can't wait it's gonna be awesome Yay. yeah very much looking forward to it cool all right well there we go then uh so that has been the pre-tps 22 sunny 16 podcast um as always it's been an honor and a privilege to talk with you all uh, we will play you out now with rachel's band rocker you can get their album promises i should have kept uh, all good places on the internet including on the analog wonderland app i am reliably informed <laughs> <laughs> that's giving me a job for the next two days <laughs> paul's like hang on what <laughs> more jobs oh my word <laughs> and, and i'm not and on that very positive note uh We'll see you at the weekend. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.